Hello, welcome to Kiara Gets Drunk and Talks About Music. Today we are talking about the Queen Greatest Hits album released in 1981 under Elektra Records. And my guest is Natalie. Hello. Natalie, welcome back. Thank you. Third time on the pod. Third time is the charm. Third time is indeed the charm. I mean, like, it's a pretty common saying. That's totally valid. That was really, like, sarcastic of me (laughs) to say. But yeah, well, it's pretty common, so... (laughs) Don't feel too special, okay? It's not like you're here for a fourth time. Relax. Okay. (laughs) And for those of you who might not have listened to Natalie's other episodes, she was our first guest ever. That's me. The first one. The first one. Episode one from (laughs) Under the Cork Tree by Fall Out Boy. You also helped me out on episode six. We talked about My Chemical Romance, who just announced their huge (sighs) tour that we did not get tickets to. So upset. Don't bring that up right now. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) And uh, now you're back. We're talking about Queen. But it's actually funny, Nat, because it was about a year ago that uh, you and I recorded our first episode. Didn't end up seeing the light of day until this past September. But uh, you and I literally just sat on my couch and we had a couple microphones and we had some gin and sonics and we just went for it. Oh my God, you're right. I remember sitting like leaning back on your couch and we had like the mics casually in our hands and like leaning back well so you know my thoughts on the boy man it was the most casual recording experience i think i've ever had <laughs> yeah you really like upgraded since then it's pretty cool to see it come flying through the what? times i don't know i'm trying to flying through i'm trying times. to experience like express your growth but it's not coming out <laughs> was exponential the word you were yeah i don't for? know yeah, just flying through the times that's we've but since, we've it. It. <laughs> since then yes i have upgraded i now have a uh, table in my dining room a table which was wow. a big upgrade because at the time i did not have a table no, it was like it was like a dance floor though it was really good we had a dance floor here. uh you and i yeah we, we tossed back some gin and sonics we got really hammered it was great not as hammered as we did on episode six though <laughs> episode I six i don't think it can be beat <laughs> i think episode six holds the record um i think you and i finished we had a whole batch of uh, margaritas a batch we probably had like i want to say seven each it was so bad they were so so good and it was so bad but so good and we uh we don't remember a lot of near the end of the pod as i was editing it i was like we talked about this like yeah <laughs> and it just when i'm listening to it i was like oh you can just hear us just like going the on tangents <laughs> and i had to edit out so much from that episode <laughs> but we made it through and now here we are we did it. episode 16 16 that's crazy you know what's funny you were on episode one and six, and now you're on 16. 16 is my lucky number, actually. So Shut the front door. It's pretty cool. Wow, third time one is six, the charm. One six. But I am so stoked that you're back. Thank you for coming back for a third I'm time. I'm so happy to be here. Helping me out. And uh, we're talking about such a huge album today, too. Yes. When we were first talking about who we kind of wanted to talk about next, Queen was, I think, someone that's always been on both of our radars Mm -hmm. but we had trouble like narrowing down an album so we're like why don't we just do a greatest hits because it's got all the bangers yeah it was kind of hard because like i'm i thought i was a big queen fan and then when we started looking at all the albums and looking at all the different songs on them like i don't know any of these songs i've never even heard these before yeah because i think i think we were planning on doing night at the opera and Mm -hmm. then we realized that like none of the songs we really loved were on (laughs) next nope (laughs) and we're like uh i mean we could talk about love of my life for an hour and 20 minutes but that's about (laughs) it but i'm stoked that you're here to talk about greatest hits we have some huge songs to talk about so i definitely want to get into it if anybody maybe doesn't know who queen is i mean you really don't have any excuse at this point especially since <laughs> the movie came out like the bohemian rhapsody movie with Rami malik but if for whatever reason you maybe just want a little bit of a history lesson or if you are you okay yeah i just swallowed and i could hear it in my ears <laughs> and it was really loud <laughs> you're like did i swallow loudly um so if if you do want to know <laughs> now i don't know how to transition out of that <laughs> Queen. They are a British rock band formed in the year 1970, and they are one of the best-selling, most iconic bands of all time. Their original lineup is, obviously, Freddie Mercury, 
who's on vocals and plays piano, Brian May on lead guitar, John Deacon on bass, and Roger Taylor, who plays drums. The group released their debut album in 1973, which featured the singles Keep Yourself Alive and Liar. Two songs, no idea. <laughs> well, I was like, these were the I was singles? like, keep yourself, keep yourself alive, but I think I'm mixing that with another song. That is that a real song? Keep yourself alive. Keep no, I don't know this. This is new to me. Keep it could alive. be. It could be that one. It might be. Or it could be a de- different lyric, and I'm just putting it into that sound. We'll look it up after. Okay. You could be right here. Okay. Do you have any idea what how liar goes? Mm-mm. No idea. No, 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 baby. No, 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 no. Don't. <laughs> no, 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 baby. No, no, no. Don't lie. <laughs> that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. That Anybody sounds- who is like over the age of like 40 is like ripping out their earphones right now. Like, <laughs> That's enough. Who are these like entitled 26 year old bitches trying to talk about Queen? Anyways, sorry. Debut album released in 1973, but it was really their fourth album, which was Night at the Opera. Came out in 1975, which really acted as their springboard into worldwide fame and success. The singles here, Bohemian Rhapsody, which, fun fact, has exceeded over 1.6 billion downloads on all music streaming services. Just a couple. Just a few downloads. Just a few people listening to Bo Rap. It's... It happens. And that doesn't even include all the people who purchased the album when there were no downloads. No, this is literally just downloads. This is like iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever else is out there. What else is out there? That's it, right? Yes. That's it. That's it there. Big shout out to Apple Music and Spotify who host this podcast. Uh, (laughs) Thank you very much for your service. So the band toured and they played together with their most infamous appearance being at Live Aid in 1985. In 1987, it became apparent to the public that Freddie was actually really ill. He was constantly followed by paparazzi and people were taking photos and you could see that he had lost weight and he was um, just not doing so great. And uh, it was revealed that he was diagnosed with AIDS. And on November 22nd, 1991, he released a statement speaking to his diagnosis and how he hoped his fans would help fight the disease. And he died actually the very next day after releasing that statement at the age of 45 it was very 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 sad but i think if you actually go if you just want to go on wikipedia you can look it up and his statement was more so just about like you know i I want people to look into fighting for the cause like i want people to support gay people and um and let's find a cure for this basically it was it was full of hope so even though he did end up passing the next day i think the last message he left for the world was very beautiful that's nice Queen has estimated to have sold up to 300 million records worldwide. They were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And the film that was released, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, chronicled the life of Freddie as well as the band. And it brought attention to his career and legacy for an entirely new generation. Obviously, Remy Malek, who played Freddie Mercury, won the Academy Award for Best Actor. Um, and it's also noted that, like, Brian May and Roger Taylor, they're on tour right now with Adam Lambert. Like, Ugh. Queen still tours. Like, yeah, I and- wanted to get tickets. And they were, like ridiculous ridiculous very sad yeah so they're still like kicking around and they're like in their 70s and they're just they're still like playing the music and the songs same that we hair want to hear. too same hair not roger taylor though no the other guy with the big hair brian may that one yep. yeah big yeah, hair. yeah yeah big hair <laughs> he's like i you know i'm going in with the style and why change it it was good for <laughs> me in the, in the 80s why change it <laughs> no i i like it i think it looks good i mean he can pull it off he but can pull it off. yeah 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 he can pull it off that's what i like about i him. should try it yeah that's kind of the wig I was wig. talking. I yeah, wanted yeah, to get. Yeah, yeah. But like. Natalie and I are going to go out and drag, and Natalie's going to get this big, <laughs> this big wig. I don't know. I have a vision. <laughs> you have a vision. You have a vision, and so did so did the boys of Queen, and um, that's them. That's who they are. Natalie, what are we drinking tonight? I don't know. What's the name? <laughs> Bohemian. <laughs> I just asked you. <laughs> Bohemian cocktail. We're drinking Bohemian cocktails. And why are we drinking it, Kiara? Because of Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I see the connection now. The more you know. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to make a Bohemian cocktail and feel as good as we are right now, you need an ounce of gin, an ounce of elderflower liqueur, an ounce of grapefruit juice, a dash of bitters, 
throw all that in a shaker with some ice and you got a bohemian cocktail cup a cocktail a cocktail you have a cocktail and don't make a batch definitely don't drink at a time don't add tequila to it warning warning (laughs) (laughs) go back and listen to episode six and like start around the 30 minute mark and you'll see what we mean natalie I do, I do that sometimes when I call you Natalie, and then I think it's... Very serious. It's very serious. Natalia, please. N- Natalia. <laughs> Listen. We're recycling all our old jokes from the last two episodes. <laughs> we got no new content. No new content, <laughs> folks. Sorry. Uh, Nat, can you tell me a little bit about how you started listening to Queen? Yes. So, um, my family was very musical, and my mom had one of those really, like, old-school, giant CD racks. The really, my mom had that, too. The really, Yeah, the really tall one. And um, my parents, we had a motorhome where we would um, travel across the country. Like a Breaking Bad motor, motor home? But smaller. Like um, AJ and the Queen? Yes. No, that's what I told you. I told you it's the exact same motor home as AJ and the Queen. So anyways, um, that motor home, and they would make um, cassettes. My mom would like sit at like her cassette player and like put in a different cassette and like record a whole mixtape for us. And she had one for me, one for my brother, and then one for like traveling songs. Anyways, that's a long-winded way of example of a traveling song? like on the road again oh that's a good one okay okay perfect example yeah and so that was probably the first place where we started hearing queen was probably there was um one of one of their songs was definitely on one of those mixtapes a traveling song maybe maybe a traveling song i don't know bicycle race yeah that would work i mean they have some like kid kind of songs kid friendly sounding songs that i feel like my parents i mean they also had like the song paradise by the dashboard lights on one of those that is not kid friendly and i thought it was about baseball because it it has a baseball he's like he's gonna get a home run he's like he's He's going to third base he's going to third base run (laughs) he's like boobs all the boobs super sidetracked but um so my mom was a big queen fan and so you know i was growing up listening to like those albums all the time um and then as i started to get older i started like listening to more and more of like the rock kind of songs like that so really get it from my mom i so i like have kind of a not that i have a weird relationship with queen but it's more so like my so my dad and my mom both of them love classic rock um, my dad was in a band too when he was like you know in all his years through high school and and into his like early 20s and or sorry into his 20s and his 30s and like they they never really played queen but they played a lot of classic rock so i kind of grew up like listening to songs from van halen from sticks from foreigner boston stuff like that with queen my earliest memory though of like learning who queen was and what their songs were were in ella enchanted <laughs> i thought you were gonna say knight's tale because that's like another oh, iconic one that's probably you know what that's probably the f- that is actually probably the first one because they have we them, will rock you yeah they're like on the on they're the, like in the medieval bum, 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 the yeah. horses Heath and the oh yeah oh i miss him that soundtrack was so good so good like let's do that next rivals, so good <laughs> rivals the, Sh- the shrek soundtrack to be honest <laughs> so like good, yeah. they're both on the same Boys playing field back in town. Like, literally <laughs> so good. i love that movie man okay so night's tale but i definitely remember watching ella enchanted and there's the scene where she sings somebody to love with all the giants oh yeah and then hugh dancy i think is his name his the actor married to claire Danes. okay he's british but he's like the prince and then anne hathaway plays ella and like that's when they like start to like fall in love and i remember hearing her sing it and being like this song is amazing and then i was in the car with my dad because my dad used to drive me to and from my dance classes in the car with my dad and my dad would usually have the radio on and i remember hearing this song and i was like oh my god dad like this is from ella enchanted he was like this is queen (laughs) dad ella enchanted dad i love your taste in music this is ella enchanted and he's like kara this is queen this is freddie mercury like what the fuck is wrong with you um but then yeah so i was just like oh shit so this was like a cover like ella enchanted did a cover and then that's when i started to like actually 
dig in and my older brother similar to your mom he would make mix cds all the time and like on those mix cds we had like we will rock you and we had we are the champions and and somebody to love and bohemian rhapsody and i also remember and i watched it just before you got here because i needed a refresher it's the opening credits of wayne's world is it not where they sing bohemian rhapsody yeah yeah yeah. in the car in the car (laughs) and for some reason my brother and i had that video on our computer like we like downloaded it from kazaa or something and we had it so we would like watch it and we thought it was hilarious literally like before we even saw wayne's world before we even knew about bohemian rhapsody had the one clip we had the clip on our computer <laughs> we had a lot of clips we had a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh clips obviously as one does as one does like we had a lot of weird shit on our computer <laughs> anyways that's besides the point we'll get to the weird shit later um that sounded weird we'll get to the weird <laughs> shit later stay, stay tuned, tuned. <laughs> finger guns i did that to the mic <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Essentially what I think it all comes down to though, is no matter how you found out about Queen, no matter how you started, started listening to them and learned the songs and learned all the lyrics, like everybody knows these songs because they're so iconic and they're so like majestic and like theatrical, theatrical. And it's like true rock opera. Mm -hmm. I also wanted to bring up that like, we do place a lot of focus on Freddie Mercury because he was an incredible singer. He was an amazing musician, songwriter, composer. I think we have to like give a lot of credit though. After listening to this album again, I'm like, Brian May and Roger Taylor, especially since they're still touring and they're still playing all these songs. And like a lot of these songs would not be complete without the percussion and mm-hmm. the guitar solos. The musicality and like the 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 building of the guitar when it's like do 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 like, Yeah. And the piano and all those other ones, like it all like works perfectly. Mm-hmm. So like yes, like Freddie is like the epicenter of Queen. And like I remember reading when I was doing my research that like Brian May and Roger Taylor, they were in another band called Smile, and then Freddie joined them, and he was the one who like convinced them to rename themselves Queen. He he is the heart of Queen. Mm-hmm. And and obviously since he's passed on, like they've been able to ca- they've been able to carry on his legacy and through people like Adam Lambert, who also has an incredible voice Perfect. and is so talented and the guy so- in your in your locker. Oh, Adam he Lambert. was he was in my locker, but like wi- like physically in your locker. <laughs> I kept Adam Lambert kidnapped for roughly four years in high school. Um, no, but like he 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 does he serves Freddie well. I feel mm-hmm. like I don't think anybody's gonna be able to like measure up to Freddie, but I think he's a very close second. Mm-hmm. The vocal range and everything, and yeah. his look and his he's so glam, mm-hmm. Glambert exactly the Glamberts exactly. I guess one final note. Uh, literally before you got here, I was dancing around in my condo so hard to this album yes <laughs> literally so hard like uh, like my the people who live across from me like i have all my blinds open they could they were fully like what is this girl doing yeah this is like the top my top played um artist on spotify queen is queen or like i think they're like second side story please i think one time i accidentally left pocahontas playing for like overnight so the- oh, i remember t- <laughs> you texting me about this so colors of the wind is my top played song of 2019 Followed by um, songs by Queen. And um, I don't know where it's Colors of the Wind. <laughs> so stupid. Vanessa, no, like, not Vanessa Williams. What? She was she was the voice of Pocahontas, though. Don't know where I was going with that point, but... Um, so Queen was your second yes. most played artist. And so I they're pretty much my cooking album. Like every time it's I'm like good cooking, I'm album like, to cook I too. want to break free. Cleaning. Cleaning Cleaning too. Yes. too, I want to break free if you in, have a broom. In drag. In full, full drag. <laughs> full drag. <laughs> That's how I clean. I don't clean unless I'm in drag. No, no, no. I got to wear heels. Nat, can you let me know what your favorite song is off of Queen Greatest Hits? Sure can. Can I? Do you want me to take a guess? Yes. Is it Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh, no. God, no. What? Okay, no is it somebody to love? Absolutely, it is. <laughs> Let's talk about somebody oh to love. Oh my god, it's the best. It's not just the best song on this album, Kiara. 
Oh, excuse me. It is the best song of all time in this entire world. It is my That's all-time a favorite song. Big statement. It is the my, best song in the world of all time. It is the best, and that's just not my opinion. That's just a fact. Okay. It is the best song in the world. It is so good. Sorry, you were gonna say something. I was just <laughs> gonna say, you like, just like raised your hand. Like, Excuse me. May I speak, <laughs> May I speak now? This is my podcast. Um, no. Can you tell me? Okay, so you love this song. Yes. Best. Did I not make that clear? Should I? Should I Wait, reiterate? Do you like this song? <laughs> do you hate it? <laughs> Just tell me what you love about it. If you can articulate how much you love this song. Because clearly I can see it on your face that the moment I said Bohemian Rhapsody, you looked at me with so much hatred. I thought you might punch me in <laughs> the face. That's another discussion for, for later on. I don't know. I just like this song. Like just, I like the ups and the downs of it. And I like the theatricalness. I mean, all their songs are so theatrical. But I just yeah. love, like from the very beginning when he's like, and then everyone chimes in like it's just it's just so like you get like chills you do running and like and I love all the different parts and and trying to guess every single time when he goes somebody to love and like guessing which version of somebody to love he's gonna do if he's gonna oh because he changes it every single time yeah 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 wow I'm impressed wow thank you that trill my runs yeah they're pretty good (laughs) um I don't know I just it's just so good and I just think it's just such like a good feeling song like every time I hear that song I'm like up and I'm dancing and I'm singing like there'll never be a time when that song's playing and I'm not like stop talking to me I'm singing I need to oh 100% be in this moment with this song so 100% I, I just it's just so good and I can't I think the when I fell in love with this song is actually a really stupid reason tell me anyways um, so this wasn't one of the ones that my mom like introduced me to <laughs> actually when I was I was a really big fan of Glee oh yeah 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 so and then when they Glee, did a good ver- oh they did a good version of this mm-hmm. And yeah, so then when they did the Queen episode of Glee, I was like, yes. And then when they did that version, I was like, this is amazing, this version. It's so good. And then I was like, no, wait, the original is still better. But it made me love it so much more because like it was cool to kind of see it sung by like women and that like, oh, women can sing this song. It's not just like, you know, a rock and roll kind of like jokey singing song. You can actually sing this song with like a lot of passion and a lot of heart. And like, you know, I love to sing and like, of course. So I just, it's just like a. I don't know. I just, I love this song. I just love it so much. And it it's was on, so genuine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when it was on like rock band, I remember I failed it so many times. Cause I was like, wow, this song is way harder to sing. Wait, this is on rock band. The first one. No, you had to buy it. It was like a special. Oh, like, extra I was going to say, I was like, I never played this on yeah. rock band. What the F? And it like, it was like, I think the, the, the rating, it was like, you know how there was like medium hard expert yeah. and there was like expert insane red or whatever. And there was like insane. And then it was like this new it level. Was like, it was basically like, don't even try. Yeah. They had to create like a new level of hardness for the song because there's just so much like ups and downs and his voice just goes everywhere. So. Yeah. 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 Oh my goodness. Just love the song. I what just, was your so good. random uh, side tangent? What was your go-to rock band song? That's a good question. Oh, it was um, foreplay long time Boston. That was my oh, I love that song. Yeah. I feel like mine was probably when you were young. Oh yeah. It's a good one. I loved playing that on rock band, that one. And I also liked playing, um, with my brothers, um, the Weezer one. Say uh, it ain't yeah. so. Yeah. My little brother, like when, like Ethan, who's been on the pod, when he was like a kid, he knew like all the words to that song. So he'd be like seven years old. Like he'd be on the mic and then I'd be playing like drums and my brother uh-huh. Nick would be on guitar and like, it'd be like a family band. That's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my brother got like a mic stand so that we could play like both parts. Oh my God. It was life changing. Like you're like, yeah, I got a hundred percent on Satan. So for my voice and for the guitar and for the guitar. Yeah. I got my foot on the drums over there. <laughs> Amazing. You're like, I play all instruments. One band. <laughs> Basically the Brendan Urie of rock band. <laughs> no, I love it. I, I love this song as well. This is definitely a song that's like really high up on my list. Obviously my experience with Ella Enchanted like paved the way for <laughs> 
pave thank god for ella (laughs) thank god for ella enchanted thank god for anne hathaway god bless i think this song is sad in a sense because like you're like pleading being like please like send me just send me somebody to love (laughs) like i'm ready like i need this and you're open to love but at the same time like you might have been like hurt in the past so like he says like each morning i get up i die a little he's struggling so much uh-huh. um and i think too and this might this is just me kind of like drawing my own conclusions but i mean like freddie did go a period of time being in the closet too right so when he's asking for somebody to love mm. he's also like not able to fully express or fully love the people who he who, who he may want to love the rest of my notes are literally just lyrics but everybody wants to bring me down yeah. they say i'm, <laughs> I'm going, going crazy, crazy. <laughs> the call and response is really mm-hmm. strong so mm-hmm. like i work he works hard every day of my life <laughs> and then at uh, at the end at the end of the day like it's we had the same conversation with um uh there was that my chemical romance uh disenchanted mm-hmm. we're like if i'm so wrong so wrong so wrong <laughs> same kind of thing (laughs) call and response gets me every single freaking time i i love it oh and then the end when it kind of all like fades out where he does that big long note and then it goes like find me somebody to love yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. it's always i always try to sing along with what freddie's saying over top of that and it's always a disaster i'm like find me find me find me but you know what i've seen you do this at karaoke you slayed thank you you did you slayed this song and this is not this is not an easy song to slay i was definitely sober when i sang it hundo pizza i don't even drink what is this this is a shirley temple actually <laughs> no I, I love this song i think this is like queen at like its best mm-hmm. true rock and roll Hands opera down okay my turn yes i am going to start with bohemian rhapsody fine here's the reason why because you can't not sing along to bohemian rhapsody this is true you hear the beginnings of bohemian Rhapsody. like is this the real life like i'm sorry everybody in the bar is stopping what they're doing and i don't i don't care what kind of conversation they're having i don't know this song i don't want to be one of those people that's like oh i don't like bohemian rhapsody but and i don't it's not that i don't like you like bohemian I rhapsody like this just song. fine i i will always sing along to the song it's always a good time to sing along to the song but this song has been ruined for me by why I think it's just like so overdone that people are like, oh, it's time to sing Bohemian Rhapsody now. Like we have to do it. It's like at every karaoke, there's always someone who does Bohemian Rhapsody. And at every single party, there's always Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm like, save it for the, the, the moments. moments, the Wayne's World moment. Save it for the car rides. I love this song. I've always, I've always down to jam for this song, but I just feel like it's all, it's a recent thing too. It's been in like the past year where when this song comes on, I'm like, no do you think it's because of the movie no i don't think it's because of the movie but the movie is a whole nother discussion but oh you don't um, like the movie didn't love the movie i just really had, had a problem with rammy but you had a problem with rammy i did i didn't i thought he was lovely i don't know i didn't love him but why tell me i just didn't like I, he just sounded like he had something in his mouth the entire time but that's how freddie talked did he like i don't know i've never looked at a video of how freddie talked, talked but like I think Rami took it to like a next level where it's like they put too many teeth in his, and I know that Freddie had extra teeth. Yeah. That's I know how he that had was like range. the whole thing. Yeah. 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 But like he didn't talk with as much of like a, that's like Rami did. Not, I just didn't like it. <laughs> that was a terrible I just impression. Didn't like, I thought he did okay as like an actor, but I just couldn't stand listening to him. I really liked Rami and I do really like this song and I will tell you why, because tell me, I think it takes a lot of guts to call a song Bohemian rhapsody because there are very few true rhapsodies in the in this world paradise by the dashboard light i believe is a rhapsody Mm -hmm. bohemian rhapsody is definitely a rhapsody because there are so many different parts and it's just like smushed together and everybody has a favorite part of bohemian rhapsody like for me it's a tie between like the very beginning like the do 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 
do mama like that part <laughs> mama <laughs> the mama part and then the so you think you can stop me that's the best part yeah like those For two sure. parts I'm like down to jam every single time. The whole like Galileo, like Figaro, like that's not really like my jam. But I'll <laughs> sing it because. Okay, but when it goes into that, yeah, when it goes into the Brian May part, that's what I'm talking that's about. Like part. you feel it, like yeah. in your heart, you feel it in your soul. And then the so you think you can stop me is bit my. Did I already say that? Uh, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! Did I? <laughs> so you think you can love me? <laughs> Leave me to die. Also, what I noticed when I was listening to this uh, in these giant ass headphones that we have on, which you can hear every little detail. My ears are sweating. Yeah, they're big. Um, not your ears, the headphones. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. The headphones big. are big. Yeah, and apparently my ears are too. <laughs> they're <I> big. <laughs> but when I'm big and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> what I noticed was there is an intricacy to this song and a song that's so like big overall. There are these small little details like uh, during the, the mama kind of part at the beginning. There's a part where he goes like sends shivers down my spine <laughs> and then it's wind chimes. Like stuff like that. that I'm like that's pretty awesome. The the longevity of the song is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it's something for everybody. I really like it. I do really like this song and I know it's overplayed and I know mm-hmm. it's like 1.6 billion downloads like everybody's got a copy of this song on their phones and stuff but I just I think that that's pretty awesome that a song that came out in 1975 everyone it, knows it. Everyone knows it. And keeps learning it like even like young Younger. They all know it. I need like a break from it. Like I need to just like, I need people to stop playing it near me for a little bit because I can't even like listen to it. I'll always listen to it in like a group setting, but in like a, on my own, I'll like always head next. You know what? That's a good point because if I, if it comes on, like I'm in the car or something, I do skip it. You're that's, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But I I am going to still keep it on my love list. I wouldn't move it to my skip list just yet. Uh, what's another one you like? Oh, I haven't thought of it. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) it's okay. Take your time. Um, <laughs> breathing heavy. Breathing heavy. <laughs> I did not sleep a wink that night. <laughs> of course, you can go straight. <laughs> oh my god! On a a virgin edge. <laughs> oh my god! Everyone, go look at uh, what's it called? Crazy sponge. Crazy sponge video. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> it's iconic. If you haven't seen it already, <laughs> we're gonna reset. What's another one you like, Nat? I love fat bottom girls. I know you do because you sang this at my birthday. <laughs> Why do you love Fat Bottom Girls? It is, I wrote, it's my karaoke go-to. I wrote, not singing this at karaoke equals legendary. (laughs) All these songs, like, they're just so feel good. Like, you listen to them and you just, like, want to dance, want to sing, want to, like, be theatrical. And that's, like, how I want to live my life is theatrical. Obviously. It's just, it's just so good. And I love like the story is just so funny and it's just like, it's just such an anthem. It's an anthem song. Yeah. I totally love about it. So this is your go-to karaoke song. This was actually the very first song I ever sang karaoke to. Me too. Really? No, not ever, but solo ever. Yeah. Like uh, I've never, I had never done karaoke before. This was like, I was like 20, 21 and I was in Oakville at this pub called Drafted, which has since closed. Um, cause it was awful there. But anyways, my friend Mike from high school, he like signed me up to sing fat bottom girls without me knowing oh. as like a joke. Punked. And then the guy was like, and next up we've got Kiara and she's singing fat bottom girls. And I was like, no, I am not. Absolutely, absolutely not. not. And they were like, "You have to, you have to, you have to." So I went up and I sang the song, and it was great. I was so nervous, but then like this song definitely has the power of kind of making you feel like comfortable because yeah. it's you're right. It's very fun to sing Just along get to. Into it. Left alone with big fat fetish. She was such, such a naughty nanny. Like it's just, <laughs> it's fun to sing along to. And then when he's like, "Take me to them dirty ladies every time," and I'm like, he was 
like gay or bi or whatever but i'm like he had like a fondness for bigger women yeah like, uh, like as respect. we all should have a fondness for everyone's bodies everyone's bodies all the fat bottom girls Absolutely. all the skinny bottom girls all the bottom girls just yeah, the bottom whatever bottom you have a bottom just the bottoms. i love it you are the tops and bottoms of the week now it's time for the judges critiques get out <laughs> There's the door. I think it's such a fun song to sing along to, too. And you literally, like, I will never sing karaoke to this song again because you do it so much better than I do. <laughs> Thank you. Are we good with Fat Bottom Girls? Yes, we're good. Okay, the next one I want to talk about, another one, Bites the Dust. Good tune. Big Bottom. tune. Bottom. Also something Bottom. I remember seeing on Glee. I don't think any other song can come close to this bass line. Just like, right? So good. Also, didn't realize like it's literally a song about shooting. Like for some reason, really me being naive, like another one bites the dust is like when you bite the dust, you die. Uh Just never made that connection. I always said that with like alcohol. Oh, oh, another one bites the dust. But I feel (laughs) like that's okay. Okay, like (laughs) makes sense. (laughs) It's like the end of something, right? Like when you bite the dust, it's like over. So he says in the lyrics, like he's got a machine gun ready to go. Like, are you ready? Are you ready for this? Are you standing at your seat? Out of the doorway, the bullets rip to the sound of the beat. Like, he's shooting. Another one bites the dust. Like, he's killed another person. So I'm a little bit like, Wow, I never thought about that. I know. And so when you kind of look at the lyrics, you're like, huh. But then it comes in with like, how do you think I'm going to get along without you when you're gone? Like, and then it goes so catchy. That part and are you hungry? Are you satisfied? Are you hungry? Are you satisfied? How long can you stand the heat? Like, the vocals. The vocals in this song. The bass line and the vocals are like, equa important. Equi important? (laughs) Yeah. Equimportant. Equimportant. They're equimportant. Yes, that's a word. Definitely. Because you can't have the vocals without the baseline. You can't have the baseline without the vocals. Everything just works. I want to sing like that. Extra teeth. We talked about this. Valid. I (laughs) don't have those. Go to a plastic surgeon. Yes. um, I I would like like extra teeth. They're like a mustache. (laughs) A mustache? A white white beard? A mustache. I already said that. Two mustaches, please. (laughs) One on top of the other. His mustache was thick. It was thick. Anyways, how do you feel about this song? <laughs> Which one do you want to talk about next? Let's talk about Don't Stop Me Now. That was going to be my next one, yeah, too. That's like my, like, a lot. Okay, all of these are anthems. Like, all of all the of songs, them. like, I can relate to them on, like, a on a level that I'm like, yeah, Don't Stop Me Now. I'm, like, going to just. Like, Lady Godiva. I'm having a great time. I'm, like, Lady Godiva. I'm going to I'm, go. like, a satellite. Yeah. I'm out I'm of like control. I'm, like, an atom bomb. I'm a sex machine ready to <laughs> <Yes>. reload. <laughs> Yeah, it's just good. I just, I, I, it's a really good feeling song. It makes me very happy and it makes me feel like unstoppable. And that's like the best part. Absolutely. I mean, that's like all these songs. Like all these songs make you just feel like you can do anything. I always think of Paul Rudd, even when I don't want to, because he did. Like a, all the time or just when you hear the song? When I hear the song, because he did. <laughs> <laughs> it just like cuts to like a cloud of my thoughts and it's just Paul Rudd. <laughs> always ever <laughs> present <laughs> it's not, no it's like not even like good paul rudd it's like paul Tired rudd paul and like rudd. no it's like the really like deep cut paul rudd like paul rudd and like that movie where he's like the brother that nobody cares about dirty paul rudd dirty paul rudd like just <laughs> unshaved paul rudd. yeah like not ant-man we're no, not no, no, we're no. not quite there yet no, no, no. anyways paul rudd did a great <laughs> rendition of this song or he lip sank it actually on uh the tonight show when they had like a lip sync battle him and jimmy oh. fallon youtube it if anyone hasn't seen it it's fucking hilarious what i like most is the essence of the song is kind of like like fuck off just let me have a good time like mm-hmm. don't stop me now like i'm having a good time i'm having a ball that's yeah. kind of like can't, the, i can't deal with your negative energy right yeah, now. yeah like i don't need this you're like full jo- jonathan van ness you're just like queen listen just live life just do it live it live it <laughs> do it do it do 
don't let your dreams be dreams. And yeah, every morning I kind of want my new mantra to be like, I'm a sex machine ready to reload. Yep. If I looked in the mirror and I looked in my eyes and I was like, Kiara, you are a sex machine ready to reload. I bet you I'd go to work feeling 10 times more confident. Yeah. And people were like, did you see Kiara today? They'd be like, wow. Is she giving sex machine vibes? Wait, does she have a mustache? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I'm dead. <laughs> okay. I think we've, we've, covered all our bases but don't stop me now i'm gonna switch things over a little bit i want to talk about save me okay. which is not really a like hit hit for some queen fans out there it's more of a deep cut but it was on the greatest hits record so it's fair game as far as i'm concerned i like this one because nat how many times have we talked about sad jams so many times at least twice <laughs> <laughs> at episode one episode six yep we've talked about them round both three. times Round three, I love me a good sad, sad jam because it's about admitting that a relationship is over. And he says, like, I clothed myself in your glory and your love, how I loved you, how I cried. And then he says, the years of loyalty and care were nothing but a sham. Was it all wasted, all that love? It's so poetic and so beautiful. But then it comes in and it's like, save, save, save me. Like, it's so anthemic. Mm-hmm. And I've used that word a shit ton on the podcast, I know, especially in the last couple of weeks. But it is. It's one of those sad songs that, like, make me feel good after I hear it's like it. like hopeful. Yeah, because it's very, very hopeful. It, it, it's, like, way before the era of, like, the Adele and the Louis Capaldi's. You know what I mean? Like, it it makes you feel like there's something better out there. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not over. Just because it's over, it doesn't mean that, like, everything is over. Like circa, you know, Daughtry 2005. It's not over. It's not over. over. Whoa, yeah. Big song. Fifth fifth place on American Idol. I'm pretty sure he came in. <laughs> it is one that I did not know up until you and I started to prep for the pod. And now that I listen to it, I'm like, this is one of my new favorite Queen songs. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt the same way. Like, I, I knew this song existed. And I kind of, like, knew, like, the, you know, the ramp up and stuff like that. But I never gave it kind of the time that it deserves. And now that I've listened to it, like paid attention to it for like a, the whole the whole time it's like I think it's one that I'm gonna listen to a little bit more often if you need a good like belter yeah I think this is a good belter it is definitely yeah and the next one I want to talk about is we are the champions as a song you love yes got it hit me I why do you like it love that one I don't I feel like I'm repeating myself I'm just saying the same things over and over again but it's like an anthem like I just no it is you like I don't know like I can't imagine the amount of sports teams that like listen to this song as their like ramp up song and like yeah um it's just such a good song and it's like, I don't know, it just makes you feel like you deserve, you deserve like all victory. the good things. You deserve the good things in your life. You deserve to win. You deserve to have good things bestowed upon you because you're a champion and because you've, you and you work, and you work for you it. You work hard. Yeah. yeah. Whether or not like, I don't know whether you're, you're not, you're doing the hardest job in the world or whether you're just like getting up in the morning and, and carrying on with your day. And then that's like, I just feel like it's something that's like, it's like celebrating the wins of life and celebrating yourself as a champion. And I just like it. And it's good. No, I, I really like that. It wasn't, so this wasn't one that I, like, I'll listen to it from time to time. I think the same way you kind of feel about Bohemian Rhapsody is the way I kind of feel about We Are the Champions. In the grand scheme of, like, composition, Bohemian Rhapsody wins for me because mm-hmm. I think it's more complex than We Are the Champions. But I see, I do see your point. Do you have any more that you love, love? I've got two that I, holy balls. Love, love. Keep that. Keep them coming. Are not on the greatest hits album okay. that I want to talk about. <laughs> I, I have give a beef. you. 
I will. You have beef with have beef. whoever created the compilation. I just want to honorable mentions here. Okay, hit me with some honorable mentions first. Under pressure. Okay, that one How I'm going to give you. Obviously, can you not because that song is my favorite Queen song of all time. Right, but I think it might be because Under Pressure came out after the album was released. Oh, <laughs> so that could be <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> But Under Pressure is a great fucking song. It's an amazing song. And I want to break free. I'll give you that one as well. The music video, A+. Freddie Mercury cleaning and drag, A+. Love it. Also just like, I just can't get over the way you love me like you do. So good. But I have to be sure when I walk out the door. Oh, God, I want to be free. Baby. Now that we've talked about the ones we love, we've talked about our honorable mentions. Nat, how about we move on to some of the songs we don't love so much? Okay. What are some songs off of the Greatest Hits album that you don't love? Maybe ones that you skip more often than not. Yeah, I mean, I I just feel like there's none that I really don't like. But one that I would like always probably skip is Bicycle Race. Girl, same. I just... I don't it, get it. It like It's great for kids. They all do a great job. Musically, it's nice. Freddie singing fantastic yeah but i'm like it's just it's a joke it's, it's a joke song. it's a joke and i was like why is this on the greatest hits it's like a, it's a joke i don't think it's a greatest hit no. i honestly don't it's for just, me it rivals like i'm in love with my car like what like yeah yeah you know what i mean it's just dumb it's just a song i like they probably recorded it as a joke and it got popular as a joke and it's just uh, just don't don't if i somehow miraculously had like a thousand dollars and I could buy a queen ticket and go see queen with Adam Lambert and close Adam Lambert. <laughs> what? Close the show. <laughs> close the show with bicycle race. I'd leave. I'd be like, well, the show would be over. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean in general, I'm like, this isn't going to be one that they're ever going to play. And it shouldn't be unless there's a lot of bikes involved and it's like a big theatrical. Even then stack why? some bikes on top of each other. I don't get it. Pop I, some wheelies. <laughs> some wheelies they're all on mini bikes and they're all just like i don't get it like i don't i think it's very annoying i don't understand it okay you want to ride your bike he's like i want to ride my bicycle i want to ride my bike i'm like cool then get on your bike and get out don't like that song either no um the other one i don't like is flash same kind of thing it's like it's kind of like it's like a a movie like if this would be great in like a movie or like in a theater or something but it's not like a it's not a greatest hit you can't really like listen to it it's not like a song it's like an it sounds like an intro like if this was like an interlude intro to the album is one thing and maybe it is we don't know this is the greatest hit album but yeah it was written for the movie flash gordon oh so like it was it was for a movie but i'm like i don't think that constitutes like greatest hit Cause it's not a, it's not, a, it's barely a song. It's, it's like, it's like half of it sounds. is just dialogue taken from the movie yeah. being like flash he's returned. You're like, Oh my oh, God, I love no. you flash. Like that's literally the, the, the movie. That's literally the, the song. I I've never seen the movie. I don't care. I don't think I ever want to see the movie. And then it's like pew pew space noises. Like I aliens. The, I like the space noises. Do you? I'm not a fan. Like I just I don't just like space noises. Pew pews. You like pew pews? I don't like pew pews. <laughs> Could not care less for the pew pews. If you're thinking about Queen, this isn't a song that comes or to Paul mind for Red. me. <laughs> when, you think, when you think about Paul Rudd, like you're not going to think about... <laughs> when you think Paul Rudd, you're going to think... <laughs> I like how seriously you like bring your hand up. Like, I thought you were going to get back to the pod. And you're like, no. When you think about Paul Rudd... <laughs> no, but we can apply the same learnings. When I say Paul Rudd, what do you think about? What's the first one I that love comes you, to your man. mind? Okay. And he's like, I'm going to text you on my iPhone. <laughs> See, I think like 40-year-old virgin. I don't think role models. I don't think that movie where he was the weird brother. 
No. So if I'm thinking about Queen, I'm going to think about Bo Rap. I'm going to think somebody to love. I'm going to think like, don't stop me now. No fucking way is Flash going to come in. Like, no. Flash is so far not, they're gone. It's a Venn diagram. And it's not even, it's like, not even the big circle. It doesn't even fit on the sheet of paper that you're drawing. Yeah, it's like in the next classroom. (laughs) It's in the next classroom. Next school district. (laughs) Yeah, I I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) To sum up my feelings, I hate it. Nat, we spent a lot of time talking about the songs we love off of the Queen Greatest Hits album. We spent some time talking about the songs we don't like. Hate You, Bicycle Race, and Flash. <laughs> Shout out to Shout hating out you. To <laughs> so at this point in the podcast, we want to give this a rating out of five Bohemian cocktails. So can you just hit me with some of your final closing thoughts on the album and what you would rate it out of five drinks? Because Queen is one of my favorite bands of all time, and their all their top songs are anthems for like my life and they you know inspire me and they excite me and they are just so fun and theatrical to sing along to uh I would give this greatest hit album a 4.5 out of 5 love it and the two main reasons why it doesn't get a five tell me under pressure (laughs) and I want to break free So if those if those had been on this record, you would have given it a perfect. Five. I'd say if yeah, if those were on there, and then a couple other mentions were removed, bicycle race and flash. Yes, then I think this would be a perfect record because it would just be it would be an actual collection of all of their greatest songs, all of their most iconic songs, all of their musically beautiful and inspiring and unique that I think that's the biggest thing is that they're so unique for like the time Absolutely, and, like yeah. they had such a vision for all their songs like they're very all their songs are very different but they all come together in with like a very common way with like their harmonies and the way like their guitar picks up and all that kind of stuff and so it's very it's cool that they can have all these different pieces and yet have such a consistency it's still queen yeah. at the end of the day it's still quintessentially Freddie Mercury quintessentially. Brian it's <laughs> it's queen to essentially queen <laughs> I um so my kind of like last closing thoughts on this album so when we first decided we were going to do greatest hits because this is the first compilation we've done on the pod we've only ever done like straight up studio albums at this point so it's the first ever greatest hits that we've done I wasn't sure how this was going to go because I was like am I just going to focus on the big 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 hits like Bohemian Rhapsody Somebody to Love Don't Stop Me Now Fat Bottom Girls and like totally disregard the other ones and I kind of did, <laughs> but I don't think yep. that that's necessarily a bad thing because I'm like, the reason why these songs are so prevalent even today is because they have the staying power. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's rare, I think in bands today too. So I'm going to match with your rating. I am going to say four and a half out of five. Only reason being is because I believe a true greatest hits album. And again, not that I'm the biggest queen fan in the world. So then maybe this is super naive of me saying this, but true get greatest hits. I feel like in my opinion, you should know every single song off that album. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I didn't know Seven Seas of Rye, I didn't know Good Old Fashioned Lover Boy, I didn't know Play the Game, I didn't even know Save Me up until this point. Thankfully, I ended up really loving it. But like, it should have just been under pressure. <laughs> like, <laughs> put them on there. Like, but like all the big ones. The album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm, they've had multiple greatest hits. Mm-hmm. That's the thing too, right? So like, we're being critical of an album that was re- that was released in '81 before Under Pressure and I Want to Break Free came out, anyways. But I think um, it's good learning for me on the pod to know that like, if I'm gonna do an album that's a compilation like this, like it better have the hits and only the hits <laughs> only the hits ow oh are you okay you just hit my hand on the table it was a hit it was a hit that was a big hit yeah i think we're done for the day all right for the evening okay we've enjoyed a couple bohemian cocktails 
We've given Queen Greatest Hits a rating four and a half out of five, which is a very high rating. Yes. So they should be so proud. Brian, (laughs) Roger, Adam Lambert, if you're out there. (laughs) Nat, I wanted to thank you for coming on the pod today. I had so much fun with you. As always. Thank you for having me. The tangents were plentiful. (laughs) They always are. And I cannot wait to have you back for a fourth time. Fourth time's a charm. Fourth time's a charm (laughs) indeed. (laughs) And uh, we're going to finish our Bohemian Cocktail cocktails again second time second time's the charm <laughs> <laughs>